From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. You want to unplug your laptop there for me, buddy? Yeah, I do. How bad? And just like get that. Get Sorry that for the buzzes, there. people. Yeah, no, we forgot to test the headphones before yeah. this show. That was our bad. We good, we good. We good, we good, we good. But yeah, no, my mom really does not like that buzzing sound. <laughs> My mom doesn't either. She hates it. She always talks about it. She talks about it. She's like, did Rick have his laptop plugged into the last episode? He's like, yeah, mom. Yeah, he did. Well, you tell him to knock that off or are you getting any more muffins? I don't want to miss out on your mom's muffins. I know. That's why I'm just letting you know. I don't think I've had any baked goods from your mom. I don't know if my mom can make baked goods. <laughs> It's a bit for the show. Don't worry about it. Just, just don't worry about it, Mom. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I listened to your show, and you said I couldn't make no baked goods, so I burned some cookies for you. <laughs> How about that, bitch? <laughs> well, I can go off that character all night long. <laughs> That's a caricature. It's a character. All right. I, I mean, it might be a caricature. I Whatever the word you, you said. I may have said it right. I don't Caricature. know. Yeah, no, it's a character. Okay. Anyway, uh, so what do you been up to beer-related in the past 20 minutes? I mean, week. <laughs> um, well, had that terrible wit beer that didn't work. Yeah, it was real sad. It's okay. We're going to make up for it. Nothing else besides that. No. All right. Um, let's see. Me, 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 me. Uh, I don't know. Did Local trivia tonight? Me, 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 me. Had some. Did a bottle share. Had. Some, I've been drinking a lot of like New England style IPAs. Minneapolis is pumping them out hard. Yeah, they are. I think I had four tonight. Yeah. Four different ones. Um, and then I've been really drinking a bunch of modest, or as I like to call it, modest. 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 I mean, there's no umlaut over the L, but there should be. Yeah, you want uh, it to be. <laughs> modest. Modest. Now there's a. There's definitely a, a spike in that. Yeah. Um, trying to kind of go after that, like, green style. Well, and so, like, now I want to get another can of green. Yeah. Just to be like, is this still as good? Like, or is it just Hudson like... Hudson Hayes and stuff? Yeah, like, the, the first one I ever tried right. was, you know... No, that makes sense. If any of you are out there by green, or Treehouse... Treehouse. And can hook uh, us in, up with in, some uh, green so we can compare Maryland? it to what's... Maryland. Yeah, I think it's Maryland. Or no, or Massachusetts. I don't. I'm not positive. It's one of those mm states. Yeah. If any of you are out by Treehouse and can get us some green, uh, the beer, not like the herbs, um, <laughs> we'd we'd love for you to send us some green from Treehouse because we've got a lot of breweries that are trying to do that same type of thing now. Yeah, we could work and out some like sort of trade. To, like, most of them yeah. are doing crawlers. We can get you some Hudson Fog Absolutely. or some Hudson yeah. Haze. And then, yeah, you could check it out, too. And we'll, like, I think it'd be awesome to try it against the, like, I, like the quintessential Well, the, the one that we tried and we're like, oh. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, or Trillium. Green. I mean, I would I would be yeah. down for the Trillium too. But either way, whatever. Green you, was yeah. one of those where I was just like, oh, she. Well, they're like the New England 
IPA. Like, if you can hook us up with something from Treehouse, which was really the starting of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. At least in our view, um, I don't know what's going on out there, so don't yell at us if we're wrong. No, like, a lot of people are going to be like, well, what about Hetty Topper? Or what about this beer? Or what about... And we're like, well, guys, you know, where we're we're at. Right, we We tried green. And green was the one that we were like, whoa. Where we that is a new thing. Literally a half hour just smelling the can. Yeah, it was a weird time. You guys can actually listen to that in the Department of Offense. Yeah, you can. We we huffed the can. We did for half the show. <laughs> you did longer than I did. Of course, I, I did. did a little bit. Um, but yeah, if someone out there can send us some green, we'll send you back some of the New England style ales or IPAs that are happening here because we'd like to try them next to each other yeah, and yeah, see what's yeah, we'll going do, on. We'll do some trading. Uh, I mean, we're, we're bad at sending stuff out, but IPAs are time sensitive, so we'll be better at sending those out. Yeah. We'll get them out to you. Yes. What we can find. All right. Um, well, I mean, we may have an in with, you know, Hop and Barrel. Yeah, that we do. might be a thing, so we yeah. can probably figure something out there. Yep. Dude, did you hear uh, the news? They're canning now. Or starting to can. Beyond Crowlers? Oh, uh, yeah, Beyond Crowlers. They're going to start doing 12 ounces. All right. But the best part is um, they're doing four packs, four four or six packs, uh, and one of those cans is going to have a removable sticker uh, on the label for every single, like, six-pack you get. One of them has a removable, like, brewery sticker. Well, that's cool. Isn't that the coolest thing I ever? I think that's awesome, yeah. I wish everyone would do that. Yeah. But yeah, no, like I, I heard that and I'm like, that is the greatest idea that's, ever. That's a spectacular Because idea. who doesn't love brewery stickers? Right. And you're going to put it on stuff and then other people are going to see it and be like, what's that? And be like, well, just go buy a six pack. Exactly. And you can get one. It's a good marketing thing. Yeah. For sure. I know. It's like, I, I liken it to Cracker Jacks. Yeah. You get the prize inside. You get a little prize. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a little sticker prize. But you know, there's gonna be some dick in the like in the liquor store just like taking the stickers uh, off each one. We'll punch him. Yeah, we will if we see him. You're a dick guy. Don't take my sticker. That's yeah. my sticker. Leave my prize alone. That's my prize. You don't. You don't get to go to the prize. They should do a scratch sniff one. <laughs> I need to talk to Brian. <laughs> smells like hops. Hops, oranges. Yeah. <laughs> Bratwurst. <laughs> okay. Well, man, I don't know. Brute first. I like bratwurst. Leave me alone. <laughs> and an alligator bratwurst. All right. Should we talk about the beer that we're supposed to be talking we about? We can. Should yeah. we just keep talking about scratch yeah, and sniff? If you want to keep uh, talking about scratch and sniff, yeah, we could, but we should probably talk about the best bitter. I mean, I do like scratch and sniff stickers. Sometimes. Let's talk about the bitter. All right. Yeah. Fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about beer. This isn't DOO where I can just go on tangents for an hour. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are talking about the uh, our best bitter that we brewed back. Oh man, when did we brew this? I should probably look that up, huh? It's January, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was January. So you know, a couple months ago. Yep. We got it in kegs. Finally got it on tap. Yep. We've been slowly working our way through our taps. Anyway, so this beer was two or uh, no six pounds of pale two row. Uh, UK, two pounds of Amber UK malt, and one pound of Vienna UK malt. Vienna. Then at 60 minutes, we put in two ounces of EKG, 
and then we uh, flamed out with uh, one ounce of EKG, and we fermented with London Ale yeast uh, with an OG of 1046. We're coming at four and a half percent ABV on this one with 37 IBUs. Yeah. All right. Overall impression on this beer, we're looking for a flavorful yet refreshing session beer. Some examples can be more malt balanced, but it should not override the overall bitter impression. Drinkability is a critical uh, component of this style. Should be drinkable. Aroma, low to moderate malt aroma, often, but not always, with a low to medium low caramel quality. Bready biscuit or lightly toasty malt complexity is common. Mild to moderate fruitiness. Hop aroma can range from moderate to none, typically with a floral, earthy, resiny, and or fruity character. Generally no diacetyl, although low, very low levels are allowed. No thanks. We don't want it. Um, yeah, so I'm getting like, uh, like almost like a biscotti. Yeah. Just like, like that caramel biscuit. Yep. Toast. Yeah, it's like a biscotti, like a cookie. Yeah, um, like there's a little bit of fruitiness in there, like some raisin. Yeah, slight, slight. Raisin. Like almost like a like a fruit cakey. Yeah, cakiness slightly though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not overwhelming at all. It like takes it's, back it's, it's in there. It's very complimentary, and it's a good good mix. A very earthy hop aroma. Yeah, earthy hops for sure. A little spicy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, no, biscotti is like the first thing that comes to mind when I smell it. It is, yeah. No, that nails the aroma, I think. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go hits. plus up on that We're going to go green check on green the aroma. Check. All right. Appearance, pale amber to medium copper color. Good to brilliant clarity. Low to moderate uh, white to off-white head. May have very little head to do low carbonation. We had some head on when this came out. Yeah, we did. Uh, clarity solid, especially for bottom of the keg where we're at. Yeah, like it's there's a, lot... a little bit of stuff in there, but that's yeah. from the well, bottom of the keg. Just a little bit of chill haze from yep. the bottom of the keg. I, for as low in the keg as this is, I'm very impressed with the clarity. Yeah, looking at the pat- patented beer light, I can see it through it. Um, the PBL? Yeah. There's just a little bit of haze, but that's kind of a chill haze. Yep, chill haze and some like hop schmutz. A little bit of, a little bit of schmutz from the bottom of the keg, but... Overall, I mean, I think this hits the, the... The head's about perfect on clarity. this. Yeah. Like, I had a really, like, good frothiness uh, coming out, and then, like, it slowly dissipated, but it still rings up when you... Yeah, so when you swirl it a little bit, it gets yeah. a good head back. All right, man, yeah. you want to you knock us out of the park with some flavor here? I would love to. <clears throat> flavor, medium to moderately high bitterness, moderately low to moderately high fruity esters, moderate to low hop flavor... Typically with an earthy, resiny, fluidy, fruity, and or floral character. Low to medium maltiness with a dry finish. The malt profile is typically bready, biscuity, or lightly toasty. Low to moderate caramel or toffee flavors are optional. Balance is often decidedly bitter. Although the bitterness should not completely overpower the malt flavor, esters, and hop flavor. Generally no diacetyl, no thank you, sums allowed, but no. Okay, so stick with me for a minute while you're drinking this, and I'm going to kind of, like, take you through my journey. Mm-hmm. So immediately I get, um, like, some of that earthy hop hop flavor, uh, and then it breaks away into, like, a biscuit with jam, like a, like a toasted biscuit with jam. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that breaks away into like toffee and then like a dry bitterness flying out. Yeah, you nailed that journey. It's exactly what That's it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely that earthiness up front. And then the biscuit with jam. And then there's that... Uh, there's a big, like, toffee, like toffee note right at the end. And then it's back to the earthy bitterness yeah. at the end. Yeah. It comes full circle. And it is delightful in that. Yeah, it is. Like, holy cow. I... I just don't even understand how we made this beer, but I like it. Yeah. I want more of it. But well, we're going to have more of it. And it's four and a half percent, which yeah. is right in my happy That's zone. exactly what's up. Like, uh, yeah, I don't like, yeah, there's that like fruit in there and it's like a, like a marmalade almost, maybe not a jam, like a marmalade, it's slightly orangey, um, but like not overly citrusy. Like it's, it's a yeah. muted citrus tone. Yeah. Maybe like. Like a citrus zest, kind of. Yeah. Um, it's not like, like, like almost like like a orange gummy bear. Yeah, kind of along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, marmalade-ish. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like that. I don't know, but definitely. Yeah, earthy, then, like an English muffin with marmalade. Yeah. And then... Toasted English muffin. Yeah, toasted. Um, and then... Ooh, yeah, I'm definitely getting that, like, English muffin toasty <laughs> marmalade. That's, like, slight caramelized. Yeah. And then she toffees out real good. And then, yeah, the earthy bitterness at the end, too. Well, we made everyone driving to work real hungry right now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Might have to stop and get yourself marmalade English muffin. Don't do that. Just get stop and get yourself a pint. There you go. It's a much better plan. That's the better way to start our work. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you you're you're totally spot on with that flavor and I think that describes it altogether. Yeah, I'm going to give that one a green check mark. If no, I could give it a bigger green. one, I would. That uh, yeah, that's just straight up a win on the air, the flavor. I'm telling yeah. you, man, we have we have a knack for British beers. That seems to be our thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was your thing before we started True. this, so I mean it might be the most dialed in thing that you have, um, but it's we've been nailing them, and this is no exception. There, it's this is good. I like this a lot. Stupid good. I want more. I if only want. we had a keg of it. If hmm. only we did. I'm gonna get more. Well, I gotta finish. I gotta finish this like Cal Common from before yet. Yeah, I mean that's a good beer too, but not. I mean, not to toot our own horn, but will you not uh, this. will you empty this into there and then go get me some more while I talk about some mouthfeel? Absolutely. All right. So while Rick is off uh, getting some more beers, I'm going to talk about mouthfeel. Oh, also grab the uh, the uh, the next beer while you're over there. Yep. The Baltic Porter. Which tap? Uh, left. That's what you guys need to know. You guys need to know which tap my beer is on. So now when you break into my house and into the studio, you guys know where to get the beer. It's on the left tap. Just take that one. 
right. Uh, so the mouthfeel for this, I need to stretch out uh, two sentences for a while. So we're looking for a medium light to medium body. Low carbonation, although bottle examples can have a moderate carbonation. And that's because when you're bottling something, you want it to have a little bit har- higher carbonation uh, to survive the travel. And, you know, you're like, you're going to lose carbonation while pouring into the glass. It's a whole situation. So, yeah. Uh, also, uh, when bottling for competitions, always overcarbonate slightly. Because you don't know how it's going to handle in travel. Especially if you're bottling off of a keg. That's really something you need to keep in mind. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, I was really just stalling. But I know. Yeah. I know, All but right, you man. actually included some good advice in the stalling. I, well, that's what I do. I can't. Good work. I all I want to do is help our listeners. That's all we want. That's all I want. Also, I want them to leave good feedback for me, so I feel better about myself. Yeah. <laughs> Gracias. Yes. All right. Um. So yeah, what do you think? Feel about the mouthfeel on this one? Uh. So the mouthfeel in this beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, medium light body, I would say. Um, it's got a lower carbonation, but still present carbonation. Um, it's not still. So yeah, no. I think the mouthfeel definitely matches the description too. You know, I can You know what I want? Like, I don't know. What, what I would really, really love to do I is. Do not know. To get a uh, uh, a beer engine and a cask, like a pin, yeah, and put this in that. Or mm-hmm. do, real ale this and yeah. pull it up through that, like maybe through a sparkler or something. Give it that like real ale feel. I feel sure. like this is this would be awesome. This would be a spectacular candidate for that. Yeah, I really think it would. I think it'd be a lot of fun. You spin that bottle so I can see what it says. Baltica six. Baltica. Baltica. Nice. Not Baltica. That's weird. Baltica. That's what you said now. Yeah. Here we go. Category 9C. We're going to dive into the Baltic Porta. Yes, sir. Yes. You're American, pig dog. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talk about the Baltic Porta. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. That we are drinking. Baltica number six. Yeah, I don't think they're going to understand you. You should try not to do an accent. And you should try not to do an accent. I'm not. Yeah, that's what I said, you American pig dog. <laughs> You're going to confuse our listeners. Well, I'm going to try not to. I honestly, like, but it's so, like, this is so Russian. I know. <laughs> like, it, the label does not have any English on it. Like, yeah, no, it, it. Oh, Porter is. You know, it's, it's doing those little, like, those little, like, uh, Moscow dances where they kick off the feet and they're in the fuzzy hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. That thing. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know I what know, kind of I dance. know what you're, yeah. I don't know what kind of dance. Russian it's dance is what I know it as. Yeah, a little Russian dance with the little <laughs> things in the hat. 
The kicks and the hats and whatnot. All right. Overall impression, a Baltic porter often has the malt flavors reminiscent of an English porter and the restrained roast of a Schwartz beer, but with a higher OG and alcohol content than either. Very complex and multi-layered with malt and dark fruit flavors. Yeah. All right. Let's talk some aroma. Rich, malty sweetness, often containing caramel, toffee, nutty to deep toast, and or licorice notes. That's what that is. Complex alcohol and ester profile of moderate strength, and reminiscent of plums, prunes, raisins, cherries, or currants, occasionally with a vinous port-like quality. Some darker malt character is that is deep chocolate, coffee, or molasses, but never burnt. No hops. No sourness. Very smooth. Very smooth, comrade. Bullish, bring me smooth. <laughs> Come, Natasha. Dos vidanya. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I've heard it in a video game. It was blue. I don't know what dos vidanya means, but the only Russian I know is uh, what I learned in The Great Escape. Okay. Uh, and. It was not helpful. It was not helpful to them either, because the guy was like, the only Russian I know is I love you. So. <laughs> we need Jake for this episode. Dosvidanya. Dosvidanya, comrade. All right, uh, aroma-wise, holy crap. I get caramel, um, licorice, Uh, yeah, no, my, mostly just caramel and licorice in the, uh, like, initially. Um, some, like, yeah. some stone fruit, like, some, maybe some, like, some, uh, not, like, some, yeah, that's maybe some plum. Yeah, licorice. A little bit of cherry. It's definitely port-like. There's, uh, some alcohol in this, too. Oh, yeah, there's definitely some booze in here. Um, and molasses. Definitely get molasses in I there. get booze... Not up for these aren't in order of priority. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but I get booze. Licorice is number one. Molasses and Are you picking up the plum or no? No, I think it's prune. I think it's prune, not plum. Oh, I'm sorry. Dried prune. Well, I think, I think it, but it doesn't smell like plum. It smells like dried yeah. plum, like prunes. It's for the prunes. I don't know. I, I, correct man. me if I'm wrong. I think it's. No, think you're it's you're prunes. not. You're not wrong. I like. I was. Yeah. I'm dancing around it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely prune. Yeah. And then a little. Maybe a little cherry. Well, like, I'm I'm trying to smell or is the that malt. Just the licorice. I'm trying to smell the malt thing. I don't think there's cherry. I think that's licorice. No, the the molasses is the malt character. Yeah, but I get a little uh, like I maybe a little I feel coffee. Like, I feel like on a fly through, I get like a nuttiness, like just a slight well, hint. That, so I think it's a walnut. Yeah, that's what it is. It's walnut. It's a slight nuttiness. It, this beer is so complex. There's like a thousand flavors in it. Yeah, or you know, because like when, when I when I first got like the caramel and the licorice, I was like, there's something else in there, but I couldn't. Yeah, I think out. it's a walnut. And I was thinking it's through slight nuts. nuttiness that I think you're right is walnut. And then there's a lot of licorice. Um 
And then molasses. I don't think there's cherry. I think there's prunes. I can see where like it could trick you into black cherry. Yeah. But I think that's prunes mixed with licorice. Well, I think so that's like, what's well, causing so with, that. with with the alcohol and the prunes and the licorice, I'm getting like the port like like that that sweet yeah. wine quality. Yeah. The alcohol contributes to the port like quality. For sure. You go to the dome. Okay. <laughs> go to the flashlight. Alright, so appearance-wise, we're looking for a dark reddish copper to opaque. I threw that out of my hand. What did you throw out of your hand? My phone. That was dumb. Well, like, to activate the flashlight on my phone, I shake it. (laughs) And I didn't have a good enough grip, so I threw it. Luckily, it landed in the chair and not the (laughs) cement floor. It doesn't matter. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. Um, Anyway, appearance... Dark reddish copper to opaque dark brown, not black. Thick, persistent, 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 tan colored head, clear, although darker versions can be opaque. This bad boy is very dark, but if you activate your flashlight and don't throw your phone at the We floor, got the ruby highlights hard. Well, it's also crystal clear. Oh, wow, it is. Because my flashlight has two lights on it, and I can see each distinct oh, light. Oh, only has one. I never noticed that yeah. until this moment. Yeah. See, mine has two. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. And do you see how you can see both lights Yeah, both it? square ones. Yeah. You can see them I individually. I never knew my LED was square. Yeah. You can see them individually. It's very crystal clear. You can't see through it when you hold it up to the patented beer light. You can kind of see the ruby highlight uh, We call it. that the PBL now. Yeah. You can see the crystal, like, you can see that it's clear because you can see you the can ruby see the highlight through, through it. Yeah. But when you hold a flashlight up directly behind it, well, if you if you hold it up very to uh, to the DPBL, yeah, and you can you can kind of see through that. Yeah, well, it, uh, that yeah. stands for domed PBL. Yeah, and you're a little closer, but I can, yeah, definitely clear. It's crystal clear. Um, it's very dark, but you can. It's very clear. Yeah. All right. Appearances. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about flavor. Uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose I, I, we could drink this. I guess. I'm sure. <clears throat> All right. As with aroma, has a rich, malty sweetness with a complex blend of deep malt, dried fruit esters, and alcohol. It's a lot less thick than I thought it was going to be. Has a prominent yet smooth Swartz beer-like roasted flavor that stops short of burnt. Mouth-filling and very smooth. Clean lager character. Start sweet, but darker malt flavors quickly dominate. Dominates as persists through finish. Uh, start sweet, but darker malt flavors quickly dominate. Yeah, they put an Damn S it, on Gary! It. <laughs> start sweet, but dark malt flavors quickly dominate and persist through the finish. Just a touch dry with a hint of roast coffee or licorice in the finish. Malt can have a caramel, toffee, nutty, molasses, and or licorice complexity. Light hints of black currant and dark fruits. Medium low to medium bitterness from malt and hops just to provide balance. Hot flavor from slightly spicy hops range from none to medium low. Talk about some flavor here. Holy cow is what I want to say on this. Um, Wow. 
I'm not entirely sure how to describe this beer. So, uh, right up front, it's it's a lot uh, less heavy than I was expecting. Yeah. It's it's a light beer. Like I mean, light light on the tongue. Yeah. So light on the tongue. Uh, like I can see that clean lager character, but it is mouth filling, and there's a lot of stuff going on here. You get that that uh, that dried fruit. Uh, flavor right in front that that prune that raisin yeah. that licorice right up there um i'm it's not a, getting it's a very deep malt flavor too yeah i'm not really getting a roasted flavor i get a uh, up front oh well no wait there it is yeah yeah no it's it's almost like a roast coffee like a like a dark roast coffee yeah but it definitely takes a back seat to yep. the, yeah the fruit so like and a, stuff. a really fruity coffee um yeah like Immediately, I'm thinking of like uh, unicorn blood or something like that. Well, I'm thinking of like an Ethiopia coffee. Um, so I don't, I don't know how much like our listeners know about coffee, but Ethiopian coffee is very fruity and it's very yeah. light, and that's really what this reminds me a lot of. Is like the Ethiopian fruity coffee that's very yeah light and fruity. Well, and this definitely starts. Uh, like you, you, like when you first start drinking this, this seems like it's going to be a super sweet beer mm-hmm. because it's light, it's fruity. You got you have all those fruit things there, and then like the darker malts start to take over. Yeah, and it ends on I don't want to say a roasty quality, but like just like a darker like. Well, I think that the Swartz beer like roasted flavor is very accurate. So it's not roasty like coffee like dark coffee or like a stout might be roasty it's that schwartz beer like roastiness it doesn't taste like a schwartz beer but it's that type of roastiness that's yeah. a lot lighter and like a lot lighter roast um is kind of like i think that's a good descriptor of it mouth filling for sure when i take a sip of this it fills your mouth right up which is a strange sensation yeah which makes it feel like it should be heavier than it is. There's a stupid amount of stuff going on in this beer. Yeah, it's very complex beer. That's for sure. I need a little bit more of it. Um, I just looked it up. It's brewed in St. Petersburg. In Florida? No, Russia. Oh, there's a St. Petersburg, Florida, too. Yeah, that one doesn't count. <laughs> I was going to say, that's weird. That no. makes sense. That, it makes more sense since it's all in Russian. I should have thought that first. I know there's a St. Petersburg, Russia. I should have I'm thought sorry. that first. It, it was brewed in Leningrad. Does that help you? <laughs> you dick, you Cold War asshole. <laughs> sorry. Who are you, Putin? Living in the past. <laughs> um, yeah. So that prune stays in there. Mm-hmm. For the for the, the licorice flavor. is definitely there. The licorice is there. Um, alcohol is a little bit there, but not a ton of flavor. Uh, the roast, like the Ethiopian coffee roast, I can pick up a lot. Uh, it's clean. It's a very clean flavor. I honestly have no idea how how I'm going to formulate this recipe. It's uh well, we're gonna have to look at some stuff. Yeah, it, I mean this this beer is like we've had some complex beers. Um, well, it it feels like this beer is going to get a lot of complexity from a complex recipe. Maybe. It we'll might see. not. But 
to me, drinking this, I don't see how a simple recipe could produce these. Flavors. No, no. I mean, we're we're looking at least uh, a five grain malt bill. I think that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not going to be like some of the other complex flavors we've had that have come from like four ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of complexity to this, and it's it's a completely new style to me, which right. I mean makes this fun. It does. It makes it fun because we it, if we nail it, like it's fun to nail. If we fail, we're going to be mad. Also, but- th- so. Uh, the normal ABV on this style is like seven to eight and a half percent, and I think this one is only six and a half. Well, the normal it's... ABV range is six point five to nine point five. Okay, well this one's six and a half. Never mind. So this is very low on the Baltica six. <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm doing that red stripe commercial where like they're like, "Are you an attractive man? No, no, you're not. <laughs> Have a red stripe. No, you're an attractive man." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why don't you talk about mouthfeel quick? Ah, okay. Generally quite full-bodied and smooth with a well-aged alcohol warmth, medium to medium high carbonation, making it seem even more mouth-filling. Not heavy on the tongue due to carbonation level. Yeah, no, this beer, like, it's not heavy. Yeah, this beer incredible. matches all of that mouthfeel description. It's full-bodied, it's smooth... Uh, the alcohol warmth feels almost like, like uh, you know. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it, for? guys who are listening to this work or before work. You need to spend your day at work trying to find a bottle of this. And yeah, drink it. probably. It is incredible. It's the the alcohol flavor in this. The warmth is almost sophisticated. It's almost like the style of smooth alcohol warmth of like a good bourbon or something. Obviously, a lot less. Wait a second. So down here, where it says a bunch of words or letters that don't make any sense, do you think that it says Baltica? I'm sure that's exactly what it is, yeah. Does premium mean six, then? Okay. I'm just saying it's it's a... It's a <laughs> You're just like, cave fucker, I'm done with you. I'm ignoring what you said. Hey, I'm, man, I'm trying to learn Russian. I know, but it's not... It doesn't apply to our show. Yes, it does. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's like a sophisticated alcohol warmth. It feels like defined and well refined. Yeah, no. Well, it's not in your face. It's... No, that's why I say it's almost like like a well done scotch or bourbon in the alcohol warmth. Not to that degree. It's obviously not good. But the smoothness of the alcohol in the beer... Is very forgiving. The, the the closest thing I can uh, attribute it to would be like a triple. Yeah. Where you have like you know the alcohol's there. Yep. But it's hidden behind the sugars. Mm-hmm. But the alcohol is not aggressive. It's a it's a very easy drinking alcohol flavor. It's that's a sneaky in there. alcohol. Yeah. Which I can feel right now <clears throat> because I tried to learn Russian off of a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Run through some comments here. Yeah, do that, please. All right. May also be described today as an imperial porter, although heavily roasted or hop versions are not appropriate for this style. Most versions are in the 7 to 8.5% ABV range. Danish breweries often refer to them as stouts, which indicates their historic lineage from the days when porter was used as a generic name for porter and stout. 
What? Hmm. Historic lineage from days when porter was used to generic name for porter and stout. They're okay. the same beer at a certain point. Gotcha. Okay, whatever. I'm not sure I understand. Like, I think I need to understand that history a little better for me to understand that comment. But, okay. Let me run through some history as well. Traditional beer from countries bordering the Baltic Sea developed indigenously after higher gravity export brown or imperial stouts from England were established. Historically top fermented. Many breweries adapted the recipes for bottom fermenting yeast along with the rest of their production. Changed it up. Characteristic ingredients. Generally lager yeast, cold fermented if using ale yeast as is required when brewed in Russia. Debittered chocolate or black malt, Munich or Vienna base malt, continental hops, Sazer type typically, may contain crystal malts and or adjuncts, brown or amber malt common in historical recipes. So the style comparison, which is where we kind of get a get a handle on what this thing is doing. Um, much less roasted and smoother than an imperial stout, typically with less alcohol. Lacks the roasty qualities in, of stouts in general, more taking on the roasted but not burnt characteristics of a Schwartz beer. Quite fruity compared to other porters, higher alcohol than other porters. So basically this bad boy's sitting somewhere between Imperial Stout and Schwartz beer with a little bit of switch-ups on the porter side. Okay. I'm kind of getting a grasp on where they're coming from from this stuff. You don't want it to be as harsh or alcoholic as an Imperial Stout. And it should be a little bit more like a Schwartz beer stout, for lack of a better comparison. So that's kind of where they're at. Vital statistics, statistics, statistics. Looking for IBUs, 20 to 40. An SRM of 17 to 30. OG should be 1060 to 1090. Final gravity of 1016 to 1024, and an ABV of 6.5 to 9.5. As we said earlier in the comments, though, most versions are in the 7 to 8.5% range. But 6.5 9.5 is acceptable. Uh, some commercial examples that we're looking at Alderis Porteris. Uh, Baltica number six porter, which is the one with, that we have here that we're trying. Uh, Devil's Backbone Danzig. Oko Sim porter. Sinbrishoff porter. And Zywick porter. Again, commercial examples. All pronunciations are from a Midwestern American person, so I don't know if I pronounced any of those right. <laughs> but. <laughs> We've been criticized on our pronunciation so many before, times. just so many times. I have no ref- like I don't have any foreign language experience, and all I know is how to read the organization of letters in front of me in my language. So I could be totally wrong, and if you think I'm wrong, go ahead and let us know. 
yell at me. I don't care. Uh, it'll help me learn something, maybe. I don't know any Baltic languages, so Alderis Porteris is probably a total mispronunciation. Uh, I mean... I maybe. almost guarantee you Oko Sim Porter and Sina Brishoff Porter and Zywick, those are probably all wrong, too. Devil's Backbone Danzig, Ooh. I feel like, is something that I can pronounce. That's got to be an American brewery that's working on that. Because I know, I know the band Danzig. So I know how to say that. I approve. <laughs> how's that? Uh, how is our recipe coming? Out? I have a six percenter. We need to go higher, don't we? Yeah, we need to go a little bit higher because we got to hit six point five. So you're pretty close. Most are seven to eight point five. So I don't know if we want to hit in that range or if we want to stay lower. Got a seven percenter. There you go. I don't know, man. This is a weird recipe. Well, my SRM is way too high, though. Hang on. What what is what SRM range do I need to be in? Seventeen to thirty. All right, I gotta filter some of this. Yeah. Drop. Figure it out. I'm working on it, man. Okay, this is this is really hard. I don't know if I can drop my SRM that low. Okay, I got down to 8. So now we can go up from there. Oh, this Karafa 3 is killing me. Alright. It's giving you giving you some trouble, this yeah, recipe. Yes. So let's go with some Karafa. This recipe's becoming a little bit of a troublesome let's thing. Let's go with just uh, some Karafa 1. Well, it's the deep. Well, actually, hang on. Is, do we just have debittered black? Ah, we do. Hey, hey, hey. That's even worse. Yeah, let's do Karafa. Okay, so don't do that. Yep, no. No, God, no. Switch it up, switch it back, switch it up, switch it back. Sometimes we have trouble with the recipes and have to tackle them real good. All right. Ooh, all right. Uh, two pounds of that. All right, I think we got her. I think we got her. I think we got her. I want to hear it. Woo, woo, woo. All right, six pounds of Vienna, UK. Yep. Six pounds of Munich, UK. Cool. Two pounds of Amber, UK. Nice. Half a pound of pale chocolate. That sounds good. Half a pound of Carafa One. Mm-hmm. Um, three ounces of Saz. What's my IBU range? Your IBU range is 20 to 40. Yep, three ounces of saws at 60 minutes. And then fermented, and this is going to sound a little weird, but it's a yeast that I know how work how it works. Okay. Uh, California lager yeast. Okay. So the same yeast that we had in the... Uh, the California the cow common. Ale. Yep, the cow, uh, the, uh, the cow common. That, yeah, that same yeast. Okay. Uh, that gives us an OG of 1074 with an eight with a finishing uh, around or well, we should hit about seven percent ABV. Okay, maybe a little higher with an SRM of 29. That comes in under our 30. Yeah, it will just barely. But and I what wanted, were the IBUs that you said again? Uh, 30. 
30. That's right in the middle of the range. Yep. Our SRM usually finishes a little bit lower, too, so. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm just, I'm... <sighs> worried about like there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in this beer yeah and i've never used munich and vienna as my base malts right so we'll see what happens i mean it seems like a this solid is, this recipe. is a bonkers beer man did you it want is. some more no i'm good yeah i am too i just don't want to leave half the bottle here when we're done i don't either but we'll we'll figure it out later yeah we'll make carlos drink it he's Probably. still awake yeah all right uh, feels good to me. This this recipe feels good. All right, you want me to Some go over one more time beer. at the end yeah. here? Yeah, just throw through it real quick. All right, so uh, we're doing six pounds of Munich, six pounds of Vienna, two pounds of Amber, one pound Carafa one, or I'm sorry, not one pound, half a pound Carafa one, half a pound pale chocolate, uh, then three ounces of Saz at 60 minutes, then ferment with uh, Cal Lager yeast, or Y yeast 2112. Heck yes. Oh hells yeah. Hells yeah. Alright, we're gonna bounce into our outro here. Hey guys, if you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash studios and we're working on redoing our patron page. So if you have any ideas on what you would like to see as like patron incentives or just things that you would like to see over there, uh, please let us know. Um, if you can do any shopping yeah. on Amazon, head over to blindinstudios.com, click on the Amazon link to our homepage. Your Amazon shopping is normal and it really helps us out because we get a big kickback from Amazon. doesn't cost you anything but a couple of clicks. Uh, please check out our other shows like the Department of Offense uh, that which airs live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central. Or on Monday nights, if you like Dungeons & Dragons, check out The Legends of Lothos. Do it up. Uh, which airs at 8 p.m. Central every Monday night. Uh, you know the show's on Tuesday. Wednesday, you get Tabletop Theater. And every other Thursday, you get Soundwave. Soundwave. So check that out. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindinstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And you can find us on Twitch for all of our live shows at twitch.tv slash blindinstudios. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.